You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two already. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show this morning. It's Jake. And let's get back to our phone lines. Let's go up to Lake Houston now. Let's check in with Mr. John Littleton, see what he's up to. John, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Captain. Y'all doing okay today? Can't complain. It's all there good. We go. Won't do no good if we did complain, no. you know, but, uh, <laughs> whiners need not but, apply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No yeah, whining. I mean, you know, yeah, we, we all got aches and bruises and bumps and, you know, but we're getting old, you know, that's how it goes. I'm telling you. Life of a, life of a, a fisherman, I guess, you know, uh, People, I've, I've been trying to keep up with that Houston rodeo, and, and man, I'll tell you, some of them guys, wow, they take a beating, you know. <laughs> Boy, and, they uh, do. They do, man. That's a tough sport, you know, riding that rodeo circuit. But, mm-hmm. uh, hey, it gets it, it's pretty rough out there in a bass boat. You know, I know we got a <laughs> lot of comforts these days in some of them, but I've <laughs> I've been I've been beat up pretty good in the bass boat, <laughs> or at least I felt like I've been beat up pretty bad after riding and you know. I've taken some brutal water. beatings in a big bay boat. I mean that just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, man, I you know, but the bass boats these days, you know, they're uh, man, they're they're comfortable, you know. They're not comfortable to your pocketbook if you go buy one, but you know they're they're comfortable, I guess, to ride around in. But uh, I'll stick to my my old boat, so you know it it still does a purpose. And you know those fish don't know if you got a hundred thousand dollar boat or a twenty five thousand dollar boat or a ten thousand dollar boat. Right. So, yeah. But uh, fishing's been good, Mickey. I mean, you know they're. It's like, you know, if you want to go catch crappie, you go catch crappie. If you want to catch catfish, you catch catfish. If you want to go catch bass, you catch bass. So, you know, it's that time of year. Man, it it is, you know, in all the area lakes, you know, around, it's, uh, you know, it, it they're biting. That's, that's all I can say. They're just biting, you know. Uh, but um, one thing we did... 
we got a couple of tournaments this weekend. We got our club tournament Saturday, and then we have uh, Angler's Quest individual tournament Sunday. But um, we were talking last night. We're we're not seeing the top water bite usually this year. This time of year, you know, those fish get up on those cypress trees and bed up. You know, you can throw a frog up there and let it sit and twitch it just very little bit, and man, they'll come up and just inhale it. But right. it's not it's not happening this year. You know, for some reason we don't know why, but we're not catching them on the frog like we were at you know like we we normally would catch them they're wanting something either a spinnerbait or a chatterbait or you know they're wanting something moving by them and that's moving and, not, and with some vibration yeah some feel off of it yeah well and it has to do with the water clarity uh that's mm. the only thing we can come up with is the water clarity because even though we haven't had any rains, the water's still off color. I mean, right. uh, it, it just, and we don't know why there's nothing going on. Uh, it's just, it's just off color. Uh, it's not what it should and there be. There hadn't been a lot of wind, year. you know, well, we had that no. West blow a few, you know, 10 days ago or whenever that was, but it, uh, yeah. There's no water running through that lake. No. The you know, I mean there's there's good water coming out of that spillway, you know, coming from the Trinity. But um you know, and that that's if you can get in there early, uh you can you can catch you a bunch of white bass, you know. And uh but you gotta you know, that, that area is only good for about two, maybe three boats if they know how to fish. You know, but you gotta be first one in there uh yeah so you know if you get up in there and you want to catch some whites you can catch them right there and you know you know the old spec rigs we call them you know the right. old uh tandem spec rigs that seems to be the beta choice for those whites but we're taking the uh the tails off of those and putting little uh two inch grub Either uh, well, we're putting a solid white one and a solid chartreuse one on there, the little two-inch grub with the little curly tail on it. And uh, I tell you, you you get you on two pound and a half, pound and three-quarter white bass. Oh yeah, you You you, got a tug. You got a little pull. Sure. And yeah, so that's what some people are trying to do. Uh, You know, they're going in there and trying to get them a. You know, 10, 12, 15 white bass, and then they go catch them some crappie, and, you know, just it's good table fare, you know, the fishing, put it that way. So they go out mm-hmm. there and you'll have you a good mixed bag. But uh, just try not, I, I try to tell the guys, hey, that's fine and good. I'll, I'll even catch some and help you. Just don't catch my bass and take them out, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, leave them. You know, let them go. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, it, like I said, this is a bass fisherman's dream this time of year. You know, when you can, not, you can put away your live scope and you can put away all that other stuff and uh, you just find your little pocket and 
Just fish it. Get yeah. back up in there and find you some trees and find you a few little laydowns and, uh, you know, you, you'll catch you some bass. So, you know, they're, uh, and they, they will bite, you know, I mean, they, you, you could get over there by them and throw your bait and just be a little bit patient. You know, they, they will, they will bite and they're, you know, don't just cause you catch one off of the tree, you know, keep throwing. I, I did that last, well, this week I, I caught two off of one tree and it wasn't, it wasn't two males, you know, or two females. It was a male and a female. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you're, that's kind of like, you know, they got out the book and read it, you know, it's, it's textbook, you know, you catch the, of course, you're only 99% of the time you're going to catch the male first, you know, so he's up there protecting somewhere right in that gym. He's not going to be right there in the middle of that bed, but he's going to be right there close protecting. So, but no, life's good whenever, you know, whenever you can get out there and go catch them right now, you know. I'm with you. But, uh, yeah, it, I checked the water level this morning. It's, you know, at full, 100% full. Actually, it's 42.42, and level is 42.40. So it's just a barely trickle over uh, yeah. pool. A couple inches and, high, sure. Yeah, yeah. They just, you know, we don't get no major flood you know predictions or whatever so they don't draw it down two feet like they normally do this time of year you know and and it pulls them all off of those trees but uh i heard you talking about the forecast so you know we should be pretty good for a while let them big girls get up there and spawn and you know then we can uh you know give it if we can get through the rest of this month it'll be It'll be awesome. We'll have awesome spawn, you know. So, well, but, it's uh, uh, Livingston's uh, full pool. And yeah. You are, and uh, Rayburn is. So, yeah. Did Tommy say what Conroe is? I hadn't been up there. I think it's fishing. probably. I think it's full too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. They're catching good fish up there too, you know. Yeah, they're starting to catch uh, pretty good numbers and some uh, pretty solid fish. You know, a yeah. big one here and a big one there, and, and a lot of a lot of nice fish. You know, what I would call right. big. So right. Ho- hopefully, well, he has a good know, day tomorrow. Hope he pins them down today. Yeah. He's going to pre-fish. And we shall yeah, see. I was. Yeah, I was going to go out, but then I got to fish for two days. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I think I ain't going to go out there and pre-fish. I'm just going to go go fishing, you know. Go wing it. So, just go wing it. You know, I, you know, we uh, had our meeting last night, and you show up for the meeting on Thursday night. You, get a, you go ahead and draw your boat number for Saturday, you know, kind of early thing. And we had... 14 teams show up last night for the meeting mm-hmm. and I drew both 13. So, you know, <laughs> uh, that's not, 
I was telling them last night, well, you know, heck, everywhere I want to go, there will be a boat sitting there. <laughs> you know, Lake Houston's pretty big, but it fishes small, you know, sometimes. You know, a lot sure. of, you know, we, we all got our little areas where we want to go, but, you know, so does everybody else. Yeah, so does everybody else, exactly. I was fixed to say that. <laughs> yeah, they they, you know, and you think, man, I don't ever see a boat in here. Well... There they come. I had an area last week, yeah, last week that I fish, and I very seldom ever see a boat in there. And I, you know, I saved it till a little bit later in the day, and said, okay, well, I'm going to go in there and catch them. Well, I go in there, and there's a buddy of mine sitting there, you mm-hmm. know, and I go, man, I don't ever see you up here. And he goes. No, but I know you come up here and you always catch them. So guess where I'm at? <laughs> right. Yeah, but oh, uh, I had a call. I mean, a text from a listener saying, uh, "Can you ask John if the marina construction is finished?" Yeah, they finished all that uh, that okay. they were going to do. So yeah, and they did put more cleats on the boat uh, on the walkway on the docks. Stuff. That was one right. of the issues. We didn't have a place to, you know, it made it hard to tie your boat when you came in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they, they've been doing a little work around there. So, But I'm going to tell you, that boat ramp's getting packed, Mickey. I mean, you know, you <laughs> might, people want to come out there and just go fishing, um, go up to BJ's. That's a new marina that they're built. That It's the old marina, <laughs> BJ's Marina. But mm-hmm. the the guys that have bought it have went in there and built a really nice store. They've redid the bulkheads. You know, uh, it's a really good area to go and put in. If you want to just go fishing, now, you, you're not going to be able to get your big, you know, your bigger boats in and out of there. But your bass boats, you don't have a problem getting in and out. But right. you got to idle out quite a ways to the river, you know, um, to the east fork before you can get up and run mm-hmm. but uh you know it, it you gotta pack your little patience you know when you go out there because there's still the people that'll back their boat down and take both lanes oh, and then boy. decide to get all their stuff out and get you know gotta gotta prepare a little bit before you back down the the boat ramp but uh you know it's it gets a little testy sometimes, but especially when you're trying to load up in the afternoon. You know they're they're not out there at five o'clock in the morning. You know when we're out there launching. Mm-hmm. So, but they're there at three three thirty when we come in. So, yeah, and we're ready to go home, and they're ready to go play. So right, you got to wait for them to get out of the way so you can back in and load up and get out of their way. Yeah. Yeah. Ramp hawking. There we go. That's, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. It's, uh, you know, and I, I'll also mention again, too, about the bayou. You know, they do have that rule, uh, and the lake patrol is out there, and they are they are patrolling. I got stopped and checked last, well, two weeks ago. And, I mean, they know me. I'm out there all the time. But they mm-hmm. still stop, and they check you. And, uh, but you can't, there's a lot of crappie fishermen in the bayou 
and you cannot run by them within 50 feet. So, you know, you've got to slow, and that the bayou's not that wide. Nope. So, you know, you've got to stop and idle, just, you know, be courteous, and, you know, those guys are sitting there, and a lot of them are in older aluminum boats and they're anchored up and i mean right. you go by there and throw a two well slow plane. down and idle is the key word don't sit there and plow right. at five miles an hour throwing you throw out a bigger yeah. wake doing that than you do if you're running on plane oh, i yeah. hate i hate it when I, people plow by they just they'll they'll you'll be up on the bow on trolling motor they'll throw you out of the boat if you don't watch it plowing yep and here's the other thing. Most of all those boats have their wife and their kids with them. Right. And, you know, that's just a bad experience for them. It is. You know. They don't have sea uh, legs. You know, just, no, just be courteous, you know, when you idle and, exactly. and you know, go by there. And uh, All right, uh, John. Well, i got to run. I'm out of time. If somebody wants okay. to call you, give them a number, bud. Sure. They can call me on my cell, 281 281- Two 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 eight five four four. All right. Give me a call. John, have a good weekend. Catch him up. All right. See you, buddy. All right, later. All right, that's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. Time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, let's run down Texas City Way now. Let's check in with Mr. Dave Fremont, Boyd's One Stop, and the Texas City Dyke, all wrapped up in a wonderful package this morning. Dave, tell me something. What you got? (laughs) Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's happening? Captain of the early morning sickos. I'm here. We're sounding good. Good show going on. I uh, this morning my office is the end of the dike, right? Right at right at the uh, the big boat ramp, and there's there's plenty of room for for parking. Not a not a boat is launched as of yet. We've got um, some ground fog. I experienced quite a bit of it coming in from Lake City uh, when I left the house at about three thirty or so, and yeah. And it kind of followed me all the way here, but uh, it'll it'll lift up and go away, and then I've got pretty good visibility. There's the old Mississippi Queen dredge boat still out here at the very end, and they've got a couple of pretty good-sized crews out there working on on the Texas City Ship Channel, sucking some of that mud out and dumping it somewhere. But uh, pretty quiet out here. There are some fishermen, though. The, the drum runs pretty much kicked off, Mickey. Uh, big I figured that. And, and uh, there's been some pretty good catches, some multiple catches out here. So they're having some fun wrestling those big uglies and putting some blue crab on the line and chunking it out there and then sitting back and just shooting the bull, having a good time waiting on the, the rod to bend over in the rod holder. That's the, that's the deal as far as the uh, the drum fishing goes. Every now and then a, a keeper size, a puppy drum will get caught accidentally. I, I say accidentally for me, some of those guys can catch those drum just about any size they want, depending on what they want to do with it, whether they want to eat or whether they just want to wrestle them and let them go. But that's the scoop right now as far as out on the dike, with the exception that I did see a, a nice stringer, a limit of speckled trout, and they, they had a little bit of body to them. 
that supposedly was caught uh, wading off the dike, uh, probably around Mosquito Island or or maybe between there and Skyline Drive out there on the flats. So, uh, and it ought to be with the water temperature and everything coming together. Seems like things are coming in early, Mickey. Uh, man, mm-hmm. I had a uh, I had June bugs slapping the screen door in February. So. Uh, yeah, they're here in February, and then I, I noticed uh, the purple martins have come. They've already landed up on my old birdhouse, so they're back, uh, which is a little early for me. When they came about a week mm-hmm. or so ago. Yeah, the scouts. I remember the scouts came down in February. You know, the males. You'd see them flying around, scouting things out, and they went back and got the ladies, and they're back, man, full force. Yeah, that, right. They uh, once again they they've come. Uh, they come to stay in the slums at my house. They got my old birdhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was glad to see that. I, I cleaned out all the old sparrow nests and all that junk and uh, and try to make it presentable for them. And by golly, a couple of them are going to take up residence, I hope. I always like watching them birds. I love to sit out on the back porch and watch those things come in and die by them. They don't seem to be too afraid of humans, and I guess that could no. be good or bad. They eat they, a lot uh, of mosquitoes. Yeah, I think they do. I know they'll eat them mosquito hawks, too. They uh, they say, man, they eat millions of mosquitoes. And I said, yeah, well, so do the mosquito hawks, and they eat them, too. So I don't know if it all balances out or not, but I sure like to watch them. They're, they're a lot of fun, and they and the little old babies are cute when they get ready to, to come off that uh, that birdhouse and make their first flight. But, uh, yeah, it seems like things are, are early, so why not? Maybe the, maybe the fishing will kick off here early i know y'all been talking about water temperature and everything and it's up there so uh it is pl- plenty of bait i mean like um i think you call him the hammer that one your first feller in the morning uh-huh. i like listening to him and uh he's talking about how over at his neck of the woods uh they've got uh some pretty good bait good looking shrimp and uh that's pretty much what's happening over here a lot of our shrimpers will shrimp along the, the channel here, and then in all, a lot of the times they'll be a little bit further north between here and your way. They'll be fishing up around uh, the Bay Area out there from the Houston Yacht Club out that way into the channel, and and uh, but they've been they've been finding some pretty nice size uh, white shrimp over there, and so uh, in pretty good shape. Some finger mullet, and as he mentioned too, it's a little early for croaker uh, for us. I know. I know some of the bait shops around uh, will get those croaker awful early. Most of the time, Jason waits, and I uh, guess for some of the fellas, when the croaker get just a little bit more size to them, and, and uh, they're a little more stable, and we can keep them alive better. So, it may be uh, it may be a few weeks before we get croaker. Now that I say that, uh, Jason will call me tomorrow and say, "Hey, I'm getting croaker in," but that's just the way it goes. We'll we'll keep everybody posted in regards to the croaker soakers anyway well i guess uh crawfish is the big deal going on right now you got a little bit of that i'm sure (laughs) y'all's tails are flipping (laughs) the um this crawfish season and this is just me talking and i don't know anything they it's been awesome it's been i've got i've got a a half sack of jumbos in, in the back right now that uh that I swiped uh, from the cooler to take a few pictures, and uh, it's just—it's been a great 
early season. And, you know, normally everybody's squawking about they're, they're small. And depending on where you get them and which pond it is and what's happened the week before in terms of the weather and what the crawfish are doing, we never know. You never know until you until they're in the traps and you've got them. But it's been it's been unreal. Uh, uh, we, we've taken a lot of those uh, preferred crawfish and because uh, we're promoting the Santa Fe a location uh, mm-hmm. we're we're sending a lot of those really nice ones over that way and the, the folks have been just raving about them I'm, I'm getting so many pictures of people's uh crawfish that when they take home that sack of cooked crawfish or when they boil their own up they they get back and let us know they'll let us know both ways they'll let us know if some crawfish ain't up to snuff and then they'll also let us know when they're good and the good has really been outweighing the bad lately and boy that's a that's that's nice. That makes you feel good. And we've been getting so many folks that have just gone nuts about the size. And uh, yeah, I saw people the- complaining in February. I mean, that's February. That's earlier than we normally ever used to get them. And you just can't expect to get big jumbo crawfish. And and I don't really like those big giant ones. I like the medium to large. Well, and, yeah, uh, you. You don't want to have to use a nutcracker to, to bust yeah. into them things. To get That's them right. The uh, tails pop out better. The the heads hold more juice and everything when they're the medium to large. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's like I don't I don't want to uh, peel a little bitty old shrimp and eat it. I mean, shoot, I like no. to, I like to peel, peel them bigger ones. And the same way with crawfish, you don't want to fool around with little old peelers or what they call tweeners and. Uh, but uh, there's there's times when that's that's what you got, and if you want to, if you want crawfish, you uh, cook them up, and make them taste good. And you might have to work a little bit more. But my goodness, this season has been just phenomenal, and and uh, uh, you know we've had a, we had a couple of seasons that weren't so good. So it's always refreshing to get one. We feel like we're kind of blessed this year so far. But you just keep holding your breath and hoping that uh, it continues. And that's pretty much what's the story of life. But. Uh, it's been good, Mickey, and then uh, we've had plenty this week, and we've had a uh, – Jason has run the craziest I, – I tell you, if they're not giveaway sales, nothing is, but he's been running three pounds of cooked for uh, $10, and then he's had specials all above that in terms of quantity. But cooked crawfish, three pounds for $10 is just absolutely You can't crazy. beat that. Yeah. And, I know because uh, a lot of these been, restaurants that you go eat them at, these crawfish places, they're still 10 bucks a pound. You know, that's, yes. and that's a lot, a of, lot of money goes, to go sit down and eat, uh, eat, eat some bugs. And, and, yeah, and I understand it to a to a, a limit in terms of how much they've got as far as overhead for labor and, and uh, you know, for a building to go in and sit down and all of the amenities that go with that, whereas we're a, we're more more discount drive-through uh in Texas City, uh, when it's busy, we have a drive-through. When it's not so busy, it's walk up to the counter and we'll hand you your cooked crawfish right there through the window. But uh, Santa Fe strictly drive-through. Uh, but it's been it's been good, Mickey. That's good, uh, and uh, we're very thankful. And, and hopefully the, this weekend, I, I always hear something usually by about eight o'clock or so. They working all night long in that crawfish warehouse. I mean, them, them, yeah. the crews are just they're getting it. So by the time Oh, three or four o'clock. They were still at it when I went in there a while ago. They were still doing some finishing up touches, but uh, Jason will hopefully get a little nap, 
get up and uh, he'll have a dream about what he wants to offer <laughs> and he'll, he'll he'll message me and he'll message me and uh, and he'll let uh, Jennifer the our uh, our store manager know kind of what's going on and sometimes she'll pass that on to me as well and we'll have a game plan for the weekend and, or at least for today sure and uh, go from there but that's good so I guess uh, you got plenty of live shrimp and uh, you got uh, you still got some crab for the drum run uh i think when i listened to the i didn't look at the store this morning i went into the warehouse in the back and i hadn't i'll pass by there when i leave here and go inside and have a peek and i'll post on our boys facebook page uh what we have or what we don't have but we've had crab we had crab yesterday yeah and uh so i i would think we probably still do it'll go fast on the weekends usually we won't we won't have it much longer after mid-morning or so unless we've got a quite a few crates but uh and that'll increase too we'll have more and more crabbers uh and we'll do more and more processing at night and have more for the fishermen and i like to keep them i say i we like to keep them stocked up uh for these drum fishermen and also for folks that like to eat them but yeah i think we're okay and live shrimp live mullet all that dead stuff as well captain got you all right well cool we'll throw them out a number and a web address and all that for boyd's somebody wants to give you all a call and Buy something up, bud. Yeah, boys. One stop, two two seven Dyke Road in Texas City, one six nine four seven Highway Six in the Sticks in Hitchcock, and uh, that's down the road uh, west of the Santa Fe High School. You can't miss it. Jason's got flags flying all kind. He might have a the crawfish man out there directing traffic out out there on the might have road, a but. might have a clown out there. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, he he he's talking. Oh to you no, you can't radio. use clowns anymore. They're scary to people nowadays. Well, no, 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 the, the clowns talking to you right now on the radio. <laughs> no, all but, the clowns uh, are up up in Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, hey, Dave, you have a good weekend. Always a pleasure talking to you. I'll check in with you next week, my friend. <laughs> it's, it's my pleasure, my pleasure, Mickey. Y'all take care. Everybody, be safe, and we'll talk to you next Friday. All right, buddy. We'll see you, man. All right. That's Dave Fremont down at the Tech City Dyke at Boyd's One Stop. Heck of a guy. All right. Let's take our break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 538 here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's run down somewhere down south and uh, of town and check in with Captain Steve Hillman. I don't know where he's at this morning. Hillman, what's happening? Not a lot. I'm fishing here today. I'm gonna stay here today. Yeah, it's so good here. You can't. It's hard to leave. <laughs> you got. I mean, really, it's epic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I, I bounced back and forth all week. I. Uh, uh, you know, fishing was decent leading up to that full moon, but man, this week uh, it's been a grind for me. I mean, we've done had a, had two good days, and I my two actual paid trips were good, and then my two uh, so-called scouting missions were scouting missions. Where uh, and I don't normally do that, but I'm bouncing around so much right now, and I normally do this this time of year. That uh, and I'm not booked every single day, so I have a little bit of time. And the weather was so pretty all week. Yeah, it's hard not to put in and go look, man. 
It really is, and of course, my timing on 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 it wasn't great. I put in uh, God, what day did I fish? I fished a uh, oh, shoot. Uh, I guess Monday. I had Lance Vincent and and Brandon, and and we did pretty good. Uh, it was just a steady bite. We we caught fish pretty much all day in five or six different places. We never did land on like the mother load or anything like that, mm-hmm. but we caught. You know, we'd catch two here and four there. And, and you, was that here or Matagorda you were fishing? Monday was Matagorda. Okay. And, uh, and we were drifting. Um, they chose to, we were going to wade and we ended up staying in the boat. But, uh, and it was calm. It was really nice. And, and we got out there and, man, first stop, I tried something I hadn't tried uh, all year or all fall or winter, whatever you want to call it, you know, the last four or five months since I've been <laughs> fishing down there. And, uh, man, we landed right on top of a pretty decent little pile of fish. and It just it didn't last very long. And then we started moving around. And like I said, we'd just pick off one here, one there. And everything was drifting over shell, everything. Everything right. we caught was over shell. And, and uh, pretty much all in, in, I'd say, two and a half to like four, two, four, three. So two and a half to four foot of water. And... Uh, we did get a little bit of a breeze that kicked up and started streaking the water a little bit. And that, that helped us kind of give us, give us a little focal point, something to kind of look at. Cause right now I'm not seeing a lot of slicks. I'm starting to see a few, uh, and the bait's real spark. It's just real spread out. There's, there's like no concentrations of bait, you know, like in the winter when you're not seeing anything, at least you can pull into an area where there's fish and, and just kind of look across the area and you'll, you'll see one area where, maybe just five or six mullet keep flipping in that one spot and you can kind of focus on that. Well, right now with this water being 72 to 76 degrees, depending on what part of the bay you're in, what time of day and all that good stuff, everything is, is just super, super spread out, including the bait. And so, man, it's just fan your cast and cover a lot of water. And, mm-hmm. and when you're doing that, you, you very seldomly do you get triple and quadruple hookups like we were getting just a few weeks ago. It's going to be like, one person hooks one and then and then no bites for 15 minutes and then somebody hooks another one it's just that's just the kind of fishing that's the kind of fishing i'm doing right now now i think yeah. if i was weight fishing if i was weight fishing in a couple areas might be a little bit different but uh but the style of fishing i'm having to do right now because i've had a lot of a lot of people who want to stay in the fiberglass um that's just kind of what i'm faced with but but no we ended up monday uh we fished till shoot i don't know maybe I don't remember what time, maybe 2 o'clock, 2.30, something like that. And, and we caught 14 Matagorda legal trout. And then we had, Lance had one a little over five pounds. And, and then uh, caught another 15 or 16 trout that would have been legal here. Mm-hmm. And caught a few reds. And then we caught a few throwbacks. Not a lot of throwbacks Monday. And uh, so Monday wasn't bad. It wasn't, wasn't a bad day for, for March and all that good stuff. And, and then Tuesday... I didn't have a trip, and uh, I put in around, man, like 2.30 in the afternoon. It was calm all day long. And, right. And I, was, I wasn't even going to go, but I wanted to look at some stuff around here. Kimberly jumped in the boat with me, and, and um, we, we covered a little bit of water. But it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty rough. I mean, it's blowing. It's, it's probably blowing 17, 18 out of the east-southeast. And uh, caught a few fish, kept one flounder. It wasn't anything good. I couldn't really... I couldn't really go look at what I wanted to look at. And, um, 
it was more of a just I don't know more kind of more of a boat ride for a couple hours to be honest but uh and then Wednesday I didn't have a trip and I put in around 8 30 by myself and it was it was pretty calm it was, it was kind of nice and I was able to to go and look at everything I'd wanted to look at the previous day and I wasn't all that impressed I mean I got out I got out too late but some of the stuff I fished where I really thought I'd I'd be able to lean on a few like I have been this time of year in years past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I caught a few, uh, you know, biggest fish a little over three pounds. I didn't keep anything. I only caught four trout. I fished for like five hours and I went over 60 miles round trip easily, easily. And again, I'm, you know, I'm hitting one area here and another area there and, and not really sitting on any one thing because it was just me. And uh, caught a red, but it, and it caught some dinks, but it wasn't it wasn't really any good. But um, and then uh, oh, yesterday I went back down to Matagorda, and, and uh, it wasn't that great. It blew. Um, I was surprised. The forecast was supposed to be like southeast five to ten, and it, it was uh, it was a steady twelve, and ended up kicking up to seventeen, eighteen miles an hour. Yeah. By, o'clock and and the water was really dirty i couldn't i couldn't fish some of the areas that me and lance and brandon had fished monday they were a mud hole i mean like really muddy i couldn't believe it but mm-hmm. you know water got so hot and the tides were still kind of low yesterday morning but the waters got so hot it just it won't hold up like it like it would even three or four weeks ago you know, now no, we get spoiled with that cooler water because we don't have all that photoplankton and everything in it. And the water stays, you know, pretty stable all the time, clarity-wise. That's it. Now that it's warmed it. up, boy, a little bit of wind, it just butchers it up, man. Yeah, man, it didn't, doesn't take much. But so I kind of had to uh, had to switch gears a little bit yesterday from, from what I've been doing and, and went to an area where I'd caught some fish three or four weeks ago, and, man, we – we couldn't get anything going. I mean, we caught some couple of five or six Galveston legal fish, but uh, it was just it was really tough. And and uh, I guess man, around ten thirty or eleven. Uh, well, I'll take that back. Uh, shoot, we did catch one about twenty inches early, but other than that, it was it was just tough. But yeah, ten thirty or eleven, it um, it started. We started seeing more active bait and and found a decent little clear streak of water over some good shell. And, uh, and they, they started eating a little bit. They act like they're going to really give us something. And, and then it faded. It was just real sporadic. And we, we yeah. fished, you don't believe this, but we fished from, well, put in at six thirty. started fishing, I guess around seven ish. And we fished until six thirty yesterday evening. I, basically I believe it. We fished for almost twelve hours. Yep. And, uh, but uh I uh I had uh Lewis Bayin and his guys and uh, Jose and and uh, Julian and and Lewis did real good, man. He 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 caught limits to everything. I mean he he, he had, <laughs> you know, somebody always has the hot hand, you know. Right. But you see that a lot, him. you bet. Yeah, but we only had yesterday. We only had uh, six. Now they're all really solid fish. Uh, we only had six legal trout, and we caught I don't know fifteen or sixteen trout that would have been legal here. And 
I had three legal reds and some throwbacks. We lost a lot of fish yesterday. Me too, me included. Uh, I mean, I had the jaundice yesterday. I couldn't get anything going. I finally <laughs> it. But it was just a really sluggish bite. Water was off, and, and we moved around a bunch. And uh, we caught, uh, in the last four or five trips, still catching almost everything on, on rat tail assassins and slamming chicken and, and chicken on a chain. And uh, in the last two weeks, and I forgot to mention this the other day, one, one bait that I have been catching some fish on is that, that uh, it's the, uh, gosh dang it, the, uh, it's the XL, the little John XL, but, mm-hmm. but the one that, the one that's supposed to be the purple demon, but it's the one with the white tail, so it's a little bit lighter purple. Yeah, it's a little but, bit different shade of purple. Yeah, I know which one yeah, you're talking about. And, and that's been a that's been a good bait. That's actually been a good bait. And you and I talked about, I think, last week. Even though we've got all these little tiny shad and glass minnows and worms and all this little beast stuff hatching everywhere, the the bigger profile baits are working better for me as opposed to like the little four inch sea shads and stuff. You know, the big rat tails. And then uh, Lewis was throwing some new color that, that down south that Mike Bossy came out with. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's a purple. Let me see. I got it in my phone here. It's, uh, it's called Magic Hour. And he was throwing that in the – they have that one worm called a supermodel, the big one. And I mean, it's a really big bait. And that's what he was catching his fish on, but it's just it's it's kind of funny because it, it it goes against everything that everybody always talks about with all this match the hatch crap that everybody's always talking mm. about. You know, <laughs> it's it's the, it's the opposite. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, it was a grind, man. The whole week for me really has been a grind. But uh, you know, we're catching a few fish and and uh, makes it worth. But everything everything I'm doing is still over shell and. And I do have some wading trips starting next week. And I saw some wind, man. We got got some wind coming. Uh, I guess what's starting tomorrow? And some kind of little front Sunday night. Well, we got this weak front today, north 5 to 10. Then it's supposed to go south 15 to 25 tomorrow. And then I think another little front on Tuesday and then another one next Friday or Saturday. Yeah, they keep changing this forecast. They do. This front here was supposed to be a strong one. And it was supposed to come in today. If you look yeah. at the forecast four or five days ago, it was supposed to be like north at 20 today. And I was originally supposed to have Lewis and them today, and, and I moved them to yesterday based on the forecast a week ago. But I don't know. This time of year, it's hard for them to, to predict when those fronts are going to actually push through, it I is. guess. But, it my, man, that's it. It's just, uh, it's just pick and peck for me. Nothing too exciting. You know, every once in a while, somebody pop a five or six-pound trout, and that, that kind of – helps a little bit we haven't caught anything really big though really in a long time i mean real solid fish nothing nothing big but and um i haven't caught anything really big here in in a couple of months but uh well if you want something big there's a lot of big rubber lips yeah yeah well even that i'm not catching Oh, the ones I hit the other day, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, you know, in our bay, I mean, if you want to go burn your drag up, just go out there and ride around, look for some birds, and they'll have big reds under them. Oh, I'm telling you, when I came in, I was coming in Wednesday, and I hit 
couple of big schools and they were feeding on eight to 12 inch ribbon fish and they were all 35 to 45 inch reds. They were giant. Well, the, the giant. ribbon fish are chasing the shrimp and the, and the bull reds are chasing the ribbon fish. And okay. if they get lucky, they'll, they'll, uh, eat a ribbon fish with a big white shrimp in their mouth and then they get best, best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, I'm an, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm a moron. I mean, I pull it to them. I know what they are. And I cast right in the middle of them. I was throwing a rat tail lime <laughs> truce assassin. I mean, as soon as it hits the water, you know, my drag just takes off and 40 inch red. And I don't even know why I did that, but I did it. Well, <laughs> it, it happens. <laughs> yeah, We're all guilty yeah. of it. Yes, <laughs> I, I just needed that pull, I guess, before I went in. But when you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, this time of year when you see that and where those were, and there's five or six schools out there in a couple of different areas of the bay. You know what they are when you see them this time of year. Oh, yeah. When you see, when you see a school of birds out there by the channel this time of year, you know it's not trout. <laughs> no, so. they're, they're bulldozers, man. Well, right. Well, Steve, if somebody wants to call you about going fishing with you this year, give them a number so they can get hooked up with you, bud. All right, man, 409-256-7937. All right, buddy. Well, hey, man. You have a good day today. It's good talking to you, Steve, and I'll uh, check in with you down the road, brother. All right, man. I'll holler at you. Thanks, Mickey. Okay. Thank you, Steve. See you, man. All right. All right. That's Captain Steve Hillman. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 